happy Friday. I hope you all have had a great week, and I hope you've enjoyed our discussions on why we as believers and churchgoers do some of the things we do during our weekly gatherings. Today, we're going to talk about why we gather in the first place. Let's start once again by reading what the Bible has to say about gathering together as believers. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 through 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. 1 Corinthians 14.26 says, What then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. Matthew 18.20 says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. As you can see from these verses in the Bible, meeting together as believers is something that we are commanded to do. It is also good for us because in meeting together, we can encourage each other and build each other up. The verse in 1 Corinthians points out that each of us have different things to offer to the kingdom of God, and because of that, we are better together. And the verse in Matthew promises that when we gather together in the name of Jesus, He will be there too. Now, where church tradition comes into play is when you start talking about how churches gather together. There is nothing in the Bible that necessarily tells us what day we should meet. There isn't anything about what time to meet or how many people is considered a big enough gathering. There is nothing that says you need to have kids programs or small groups or that you need to meet multiple times a week. All of that has sort of been established over time and a lot of churches gather in similar ways because it has traditionally worked. Now there is a command to honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. So in America, we generally consider Sunday to be our Sabbath day And that is why most churches meet on Sunday. But even in that command to honor the Sabbath, it doesn't say meet together on the Sabbath. So the combination of gathering and honoring the Sabbath is in a sense more of a tradition than an actual command. Most churches will meet together in a large group, all together on Sundays, and then have smaller meetings at different times. This is not something that has to be done, but I think it is important because it creates more of a family atmosphere. There is something special about everyone meeting together and getting to see people's faces that you don't normally see and getting to worship and sing praise all together. And then there is something special about having a smaller group to meet with so that you can develop more meaningful relationships and have a small group of people help you walk through life together as you all strive to be more like Jesus. The point is, every church may look a little different in how they choose to gather together, and that's okay. But the Bible is clear that the important thing is that you do gather together. Does your church meet together both as a large gathering and then smaller gatherings? What is your favorite thing about meeting together with your church family? We have talked about a lot of things this week that can sometimes be confusing, but are so important for us as believers to understand. We need to know why we do the things we do, and we need to know the difference between what God has commanded us to do and what we do is more of a tradition passed down throughout generations within the church. If your family has questions about any of these topics, please reach out to your church leaders and discuss it with them. And as always, dig deeper into God's words and ask Him to help you understand these things better. Have a good weekend and tune back in next week. 